This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My talkers, we are hanging out with Lori and Julia, and it's 5 o'clock somewhere. And in fact, it's 5 o'clock here right now with Lori and Julia. Where are we going with this next segment, you guys? I think we're heading to the Real Housewives a little bit. What, where, what road? We have to. we got to go down the yellow brick road of the To Beverly tell you not, how not to treat your good friends. There you go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, I mean, we have, uh, with this reunion last night, I mean, the stories about Aspen... And Kathy Hilton started in February of this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. One of the reasons why some people, and I'm looking right at you, had Beverly Hills housewife fatigue before it started because this was in Radar and TMZ and Us Weekly. Kathy wanted a conga line at this private club. She was drunk. First of all, let's just say she was drunk, and everyone has had this drunken friend with them once. Nothing is on, but nothing's on. Nothing's on film. Nothing's on film. And so, anyway, so the reunion happens last night, and Kathy Hilton is just a friend of the housewife, even though her sister is on as a longtime housewife and had another season of proving what a, she was really a crappy sister. They have issues, though. Boy, did I see that last night. They Whoa. have issues. They have issues. But you know what? At the end of the day, Kathy, you know what? Uh, Kyle, I do not like when people weaponize tears. When well, people, when when girl, when women, I don't like that as a, a way of not talking or owning up to things. And we've... This has been a Kyle M.O. for season but, after season. But you could see between the sisters that there really is some outrageously bad communication. Right, but it has nothing to do Agreed. with the Lisa Agreed. thing. Agreed, but and she's so losing. Lisa, she hasn't talking, spoken to her sister in a long time, so now she just sees her sit down next to her on the couch. Yeah, but remember, this is uh, this was filmed like a month ago. And they've it. moved on, yep. you know, like since then and stuff, even though... Kathy Hilton basically like just called out Lisa Rinna and like she you're trying to make trouble between us. Yep. And then the legally plagued Erica uh, Jane lobbed the accusation that Queen Kathy, when the DJ wouldn't play some song requests of hers, maybe Michael Jackson, something for the conga line that she said to Erica, according to Erica, that old bleep and bleep won't play my song. And Erica says she said it. Uh, Andy Cohen said he had it investigated. It was an HR issue and they decided it was a she said, she said, because no cameras. Kathy said she didn't say it and Erica said she did. 
I mean, they did an investigation, not the one where the bots were attacking Garcelle's son, this, but they this do that one. This season has been horrible. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. So here's a little Kathy Hilton. Just I don't know which one we have up first. I guess I we have. Didn't we could you. do Erica. We could do the Erica one, or we could do Lisa Renna. Whatever one. Let's you want. just do the Erica one, where I think this is where she lobbed the ap- accusation that Kathy. Um, I see Kathy coming from the dance floor, very upset. I say, Kathy, what's wrong? She says the DJ's an old bleep and bleep and walked off. And the rumors were, you know, the conga line is what we'd heard at first. I know. Okay, so here's Kathy. I will admit to what I do, but I will not be painted to be this monster that you've tried to. Those are your words. That's what you said to me. Never even, never, ever. Well, I'm just telling you. I am just telling you. Nobody else heard that. No, you said it to me directly. Anyone that knows me Kathy, knows I don't And talk anyone like that, that knows me knows I'm not lying. I have oh. nothing to oh, lie really? about. Yeah, really. <laughs> I have a little more credibility than you. <laughs> I will. Wow. I have a little bit more credibility. Mm-hmm. Which she's not wrong, Kathy Hilton. Who said, oh, really? Was that Grant or was that Andy? No, that was that, uh, that, that was, was uh, uh, Kathy. Kathy. She oh, was saying, "Oh, really?" Okay. Like she was like, "Oh, really?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That she's because not. Erica, you know, who is like she's so black and white about so many things, and she's been caught in so many lies. And so, yeah, Kathy was just like, "I mean, really? she." I mean, I kind of love that Kathy just sort of ended her right there. And then the other thing was, <laughs> you know, last week they went out and the cameras were still going, and they showed Lisa Rinna with a Manila folder and on it she'd written receipts and then she put it behind her cushion i mean this is like right out of a soap opera okay and then she's pacing along the sidelines giving herself a pep talk you just have to tell the truth you just have to tell the truth and she i've never seen her so quiet during a reunion Mm -hmm. you know she looked like a fool because like again the only reason she said she was so traumatized and blah, 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 blah. And then it wasn't even, it, wasn't it even was a, said to Erica, the, the big, bad, terrible thing. And Lisa which, Rinna didn't even hear it. And all, all season, she acted like she's heard the most and she's tried to make trouble between the sisters. That's the thing that gets me is that, you know, these sisters already have a volatile relationship. Why well, would you egg it on? Let's play Kathy Hilton um, having <laughs> Lisa Rinna for a snack. Uh, me. Baby, you wanted it on camera. You did because it to me. your contract was coming up. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and you needed some oh drama my. because I don't you need any fight drama. With you know everybody. What, Kathy, I don't need any drama. You fought and you drove you know Lisa what? Vanderpump off the show. I drove Lisa Vanderpump off the show. Okay. This what you voice. did to my sister? Mm-hmm. You know. Breaking the glass. You've had problems with everybody, with Camille Grammer. I mean, the list can go on and on. (laughs) And then saying that you've been bullied, you are the biggest bully In in Hollywood. And everyone knows it. Whoa. Mm hmm. That was it. Nobody says a thing. And 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 Lisa just saying she's right. And you know, Camille didn't even finish naming all the names. And it almost and Lisa never pulled out her receipts. But it was kind of it was like she and Erica were in weird cahoots where it was 
Lisa Rinna, who threw out Garcelle's book in the trash and took a picture of it. And Erica I don't like those girls. It. Those women. And then Lisa <laughs> Rinna acted like she had all But the- again, for her to say how traumatized she was, she did so many more heinous things. And Andy pointed that out to her. He did. He and, did. And she's like, well... This was, I'm a work in progress. She always says, She's but 59, I mean, really, you know, the, I mean, God, you should be getting involved The thing now. about it, the thing about it that bothered me is it would just would hurt one person, two people, the yeah. sisters, no one else. Yeah. And it wasn't even on tape, so it could have gone away. And what, and that's with, how what was small it with the are. manila envelope? She no never idea. dug it out. That's what's such... You know, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but I, I feel like uh, Lisa Rinna is that show is not good for her health right now. Mm-mm. You know, and Kyle has to stop crying, and those sisters need some um, therapy. family therapy. You know, for sure. So many un. Well, to keep their husband's business out of their sister business. Yeah, they just need, they have so many unresolved issues. And they did, they had, you know, like their mom, well, we know because we watched American Woman Mm -hmm. with the amazing Alicia Silverstone. The older sister did not like that Kyle was doing that. No, they quit speaking for a couple years about it. And they had quit speaking before. I mean, they have a volatile, so that's why I just feel like Lisa Renner knew what she was doing. For sure. And so did Erica. And That's they, why maybe Lisa's hair was falling out and she had to wear so many wigs. She's skinny. No, but I mean, yeah. I'm just saying that, like, uh, I've never, we've never seen her. Right. Like, that became a storyline, the wigs. And I was like, when is the wig line coming out? But Erica has to get her extension line out first. And so Rena's, you know, wigs will come out next year. I don't know. I'm I'm glad it's over. The show? Yeah. For the season. I'm glad it's over. Yeah, well, thank God we've got uh, Salt Lake City and, you know, some and, other And shows. they, oh, dear. Mm-hmm. The Salt Lake City, that was good last night, I thought. You Did know? you watch Heather on the couch? Uh, yes, with Andy? yes, mm-hmm. that, was, that was so fun. And you know what else I like about Salt Lake City? I like going skiing with the I girls. I told you, I love skiing. Yeah, the skiing with We're the girls We're going to a different setting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, what else is another, another little Hollywood speak that we can uh, well give each other? Because um, I, I really... Oh, um, no, I don't, I can't. Cheryl Crow, I have a funny Cheryl Crow story for oh, you. Oh, goodness. Okay, so Cheryl Crow um, was on some something somewhere, something somewhere, and she talked. <laughs> something somewhere, You know, you know how somewhere. people go on that stuff, and she remembered <laughs> Woodstock. She performed at that Woodstock 99 Nine. that they made the documentaries oh, on. Yeah, that and they, she was they performing. forced her to do it so they could kind of make it look like they had a woman involved right. in it. It was terrible. And she... Played just four songs, and she was on the first day, and she just said... It was horrible. It was horrible. And she said, people were already throwing poop from the outhouses that were not set up right, that were leaking. At one point, some of it landed on my hand while I was playing the bass during my favorite mistake. And she goes on to say, "Um, that was it. I quit. I'm done. She just left the stage. She said, "I who's going to throw poop at you on the stage? You cannot... He said that was like a terrible like oh. documentary. He's like, oh my god, I can't believe that we didn't like that was not. Well, it was more a, of a good hula. documentary, but it was a terrible situation, right? Yes, yes on Netflix, the one on Net- yeah, yes. yeah. Oh my I god, mean, it painted a picture that I never knew was even a part of that Woodstock in '99. Mm-hmm. It was terrible what people mm-hmm. were going through. Like, well, you this said. is what my mother always warned me about music festivals. She was always convinced they can something, go. That awry. Something, yeah, like, they can that, go awry. Yeah, yeah, that you had well, to be very careful. You don't. Think 
think you're going camping or something. She was always like, that was not a good idea. Well, it was, a, and it was, I mean, if you remember like the, the race, like the, the racism that was going on, we, you know, 50,000 or, you know, 5 million white people screaming, you know, things that were not I supposed to be screamed. I don't remember oh. that Woodstock. I remember just thinking I wouldn't, I didn't want to go to it. No, That's all I ever it's, thought it's about. It's way it. up. It's too hard to get to. Yeah. I don't want to be stuck in farmland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same here. I remember thinking, oh, I'd rather go to Red Rocks or Bonnaroo or, you know, just like doing any other kind of festival. It was a festival dominated by white males. Yeah. And they literally stuck Sheryl Crow and a couple other people in there just to make them feel like they're, it was, and you could just, they they point the picture of how blatantly just wrong this festival Mm -hmm. was in so many ways from production to Is that like Crib Motor still around? Oh, we gotta go. It's way over for the dirt alert. We gotta go. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Holly, Holly, Holly. Oh, Lori and Julia. Uh, we got distracted. We're still here. We're sorry we're late sorry. for your dirt alert. Oh, that's, that is quite all right. Sometimes the discussion yeah. gets, uh, gets a little intense. Now, for our 520 friends on this dirt alert, mm-hmm. I want your reactions to the title of Prince Harry's memoir, Spare. It is instantly classic, iconic, and perfect. The title. The title, Spare. Yes. It really is. Now, this book is coming out January 10th, as we said yesterday. And the book is going to be touching on his experiences of Princess Diana's death, love, and grief, among other things. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think um, I think it's a perfect title. Plus, you think of all the different ways Spare is interpreted and... One of my favorite uh, things that I always like knowing about Harry is that because his mom was sensitive that he was, she had an heir and a spare. Right. And basically that's what she, you know, she she was picked by Prince Charles to be his bride. She was be a good good person to have children with. And so she always called Harry Good King Harry. I love that. Aww. You know, so he is not a sweet mom thing. Because she was like, you both, both of you boys are important, you know, blah, blah, blah. So she always called him Good King Harry. I love it. Oh, that is very sweet. That Mm. is very sweet. All right. Well, we'll move on from that. Uh, Did you see that Dorit Kemsley left behind her spray tan on the white couch at the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion? Only in pictures, but yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. That's a lot of spray tan. That is a lot of spray tan. And she was very, very tan. She was dressed like a Mykonos um, beach girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the middle of October when they filmed it. Or yeah. September. Yeah, uh-huh. I thought it was odd. Yeah. But it was hot there still, I guess. Yeah, I guess. It was a different look. I wasn't that great over there. Yeah, she was wearing that little blue mini dress, mm-hmm. and then she had some jewelry, some it, Chanel Yeah, pearls. it's like one of those things you'll see at a beach shop, and it'll mm-hmm. promise you you can wear this dress six different ways, Holly. And Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And no one can ever remember That's how to tie it. <laughs> and they, they talk you I mean, into they buying talk it. you into it, and it seems like it's going to be great, and then you can never figure it out ever again, and it just, just becomes a big towel. Oh, uh, yeah. Vacation regret purchases. Yeah. You're like, this hat's going to look great on me. I'm going to wear it all the time. Right. No, it goes to the top of your closet. Oh. So, yeah, that was one of the things that happened in the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion. But my worst dress was for sure Erica. Just head to toe that. She looks silly. Cheap. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, and you know, I mean, Dorit's outfit looked kind of cheap too. Yeah, so. it did, okay. it did. Ooh. But then she had the ponytails. But yeah, she, I think Piquet put her on a budget for this reunion. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes, yeah. sometimes. Um, Shaka Khan says that auto tune singers should get a job at the post office. Well. Is this they, from her interview she did with Andy Cohen? Uh, no. Oh, so okay. this is a, an interview that she did with Page Six. She attended an event called the Angel Ball on Monday oh. night. Yeah, I heard an interview. Is she gone in a different direction? No, no, what's but going if, if someone asks her a question, she will give you her honest feeling, unedited, unfiltered. Which is good and bad. Mm-hmm. She was diplomatic about her All thoughts. Right, yeah. Now, Shaka Khan said there is some great stuff out there, and there are some great artists, and there are some very fine young artists out there doing great work that I'm impressed with. But the others, they just need to get them a job at the post office. They're always hiring. <laughs> yeah. She said people are using autotune. They need to get to the post office quick. Yeah. Yeah, She's she was kind of funny. And then when she, um, like, she was talking, uh, she... She kept going off mic, so she sort of was mumbling. Sure. And then I was like, Was this get recent? Back. Yes, just this weekend. I'm oh. like, get back to the mic, because she'd kind of go like that, turn away. Okay. And I'm like, we're missing some of the shady stuff that she was saying, because they were, Andy was just asking her about recording, and she let him know right away that most recording sessions, like, she's in, you're not in the same studio together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's just she's just telling it like it is yeah. from her perspective. Lori and Julia, we're going to need to do some serious training if we want to watch Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie's upcoming movie, Babylon. Oh, why? why? Why do we have to train history classes? No, we have to train our butts and our thighs because oh. this movie's total runtime is three hours and eight minutes. Oh, no. Oh, no one's edited. Olivia Wilde's in that, too. Oh, yeah. So this movie... You both saw the trailer. We were excited for it. We're like kind of, we're up for a 1920s uh, Hollywood movie, right? As the talkies and the silent movie. It looks kind of Right at the intersection of that. Yeah, it's like a sexy singing in the rain. Because, (laughs) no, really it is. Because Margot Robbie, she's playing a character named Nellie Leroy in in the 20s when the business was transitioning from silent film to talkies. Just like singing in the rain. Mm-hmm. Brad Pitt plays a character named Jack, who's a movie star at a different stage in his career. So, 
Yeah, it's over three hours. And they're not going to give us an intermission, which is just... Hollywood, this is the open letter. If you're going to have movies that are three hours, please allow us to take an appropriate bathroom break and a leg stretch. I'd just take them anyway. (laughs) I figure there's, I I can, nothing is that big of a deal to wet my pants. Right. I mean, put Mm -hmm. that on a bumper sticker. Right. (laughs) Nothing is that big of a deal to wet my pants. No, Mm -hmm. it's not. Now, Babylon is uh, in theaters just in time for the holiday season on December 23rd. You have your training orders. Uh, Folks over on the TV side are continuing to watch the Jeffrey Dahmer series over on Netflix. Yes. Yes, it takes the lead in the Nielsen Top 10 streaming chart for the second week in a row. And the numbers show a record-breaking week for not only Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story, but also for Hocus Pocus 2. People are still tuning in to the Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker movie on Disney+. Did anyone do a taste test on that? I started it. And? I didn't watch the first one that I could remember, and Mm. so it was just in the background. I was doing a little puzzle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just Talking keep... on the phone, maybe yeah. reading a book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, no, I didn't taste test it at all, but I did watch four episodes of Dahmer. And, and are you going to finish it? No. No, right. no. no, I have no desire. Grant <laughs> liked it. He watched it. He I didn't know the story. a strong word. Okay, but are I mean, you, you didn't know I didn't know the story, so I was just in... Encapsulated in it, yes. right? Yes. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like is who? And, and uh, Holly Casey yes. is with you. He tried. He shut off Blonde after like twenty minutes. Uh, he just said it was so bad. Uh, do not watch mm-hmm. the movie Blonde, and I will leave you with that recommendation. Would you mind if I give a theory? No, please give it to me. All right. Well, my theory is that um, I want Harry to stop with the uh, Squid Man uh, videos <laughs> in Harry Styles, and I want him to stop with uh, the "Don't Worry, Darling," because I can't even see that movie because I saw a still of what he looks like through most of the movie, and it's homely. <laughs> so you're losing your lady buzz for him because of his decisions recently. All of this. He could be losing a lot of his young fans. I'm just saying, I just got a theory. I want him to fire all of his people and hire some new people and listen to them. And then go with his buddies on a vacation after his tour is over and just be. Be still, Harry. But there, this is kind of what I feel like those two's relationship is. Olivia Wilde and Harry is Mm. like, Olivia's just always trying to be something else, to prove a point, to do something else. You know, we've got to do this, this, and say this. And well, I'm fighting she, for everybody. I know, but and she's, I make, she's nervous because she's 10 years older with two children. But it would be exhausting to be in a relationship with someone who has that much of an agenda. <laughs> I agenda magenda. Who feel knows like, what it's all about? But she definitely wants the world to know that they're still together. That they're still, Even very though, much happy. I can see the breakup coming just I, from the fact they did this story. Seems a little, you know. I still think he's enamored with excessive. her. I mean, think of it. Think of what he was thinking. I mean, when you think about what the um, PR crisis person said. Well, yeah, I want you to know that I feel very confident. I have a theory that I am you think more you're in- right. More in touch, touch with, with your my 28-year-old rock star man than I, I am inside. How do you know I wasn't one in a past life? Julia, I know <laughs> you're I mean, all this talk you want to do about Mick Jagger no. and everybody. I've already been them. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. no. Well no. said. Well said. Um, Julia, you think, but just, Grant, okay, so Grant, you're a guy. Mm-hmm. Grant agrees with me. He do you knows think how he's going to break up? It. 
Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he's so whipped on her. There's got to be a reason. That's no. because there. Olivia is getting her PR people to spin this story yeah, and no. make it be so. We. He's just trying to be a good guy about how he gets out of this. Mm-hmm. And I tell you how you get out of it. When you're done with your 15-date tour in L.A., you go on a break with your some guy friends, or you say you're going to yeah. retreat, disappear or, for a little while. Or I, I'm going to go on a silent meditation. I got it. I got it. I'm going on a silent meditation. <laughs> no cell phones, like Jared Leto. I'm dropping out for 28 days. It's long enough to break the habit of Olivia Wilde. And all of a sudden, he, he realizes comes back wearing a rubber band that he snaps. Every and time he realizes he, he doesn't really miss her. And he realizes he doesn't want to get between the. Kids in their da. That see, that's the thing is he is so young, and mm-hmm. she has got so much going on. Like you said, he doesn't need this right now. He needs to go be a young, free man, rock star that he is. Thank you. Live it, Julia. Yeah, he's he a monogamous. Oh, Julia, but there's a long line of them, so don't worry. He's already in touch with his rock star self. I was going to say I, that's, I, that's I, what I, most I rock stars mean, he do. Was, he was 18 and dated Taylor Swift for two months. How fun is that? He's been having fun in New York in the fall. We'll see. I mean, I that hope just, you're. I hope you're right for. Julia, I think him. Julia, trust me. All right, I will. Okay. In All due right, time. On. In I'm due not going to fight you on it. I'm just going to say. I agree to disagree, but I think I hope you guys are right. Yeah. Okay. So I have a theory that Hall- for uh, Halloween is the thing that people either love or hate. But people, I agree with this a hundred percent. A hundred percent, right? People and people either like dressing up or they like dressing up their home or they don't like doing it. Either one of those things. But if you are someone who loves dressing up, this is what you can expect to see. And if you're looking. To be something, maybe I can help you because you're going to run to Spirit Halloween or go to Ragstock or something. House of the Dragon, House of the Dragon, House of the Dragon. Just like with Game of Thrones, we've got lots of options for people to get creative uh, with fantastical West. Rose-inspired costume ideas. Just look at any still from the thing. But cosplay people, Renaissance outfits. You can always carry a stuffed dragon, or you know what I mean. It's so easy to add stuff to. I don't. This. That's a hard costume though, because I don't feel like we'd have a lot of that. You need a. Oh yeah, it, you, you think could, so? It'd be easy to do. It I think really you're would. wrong. Huh? I think I will. Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, right, and House right, of Dragons. All right. There's too many characters. Yeah. There's too many characters. People could do the Westeros hairs with a mop. Yeah. There's... A string mop. And you could, you know, I mean, it's like a lot of, you get a plastic sword, you get the fake. Just get the night gear and then throw on a little emblem on you yeah. that represents. Stranger Things as a group costume. Yes. That's a good one. You know. Hocus Pocus, the witches. The witches. Bridgerton yes. is going to continue for a second year in a row. And last year at this party I went to. There was there was like a couple and obviously like member the Guthrie used to rent costumes. Yes, they did. I loved their oh, costumes. Wow. And they had the most fantastical, you know, Bridgerton. She was like a queen Ball and her hair was yeah. up and so that's gonna happen again. That's okay. the only repeat on this. Sexy one. fairies. Sexy fairies never go out of style. Sexy yeah. fairies. Um but uh um Barbie and Ken, because of Love the it. 
Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie that, you know, guys, uh, people are just dressing up and doing the tan and wearing the neon. And, and the Barbie um, cartoons coming out. There's It's a Barbie con here. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a Barbie renaissance kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So, And then, of course, you know, just the vampire, you know, the and pirates. Brian Frankenstein never gets old. Like, I always personally love a great Bride of Frankenstein with just a heaving bosom splattered <laughs> with blood. You know, oh, listen to what I'm Dripping down and then a couple drips on the boob. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a favorite costume that you like to see? Yeah. Uh, nice but, to see. It, well, it's nice. Oh gosh, any fairy, any sexy nurse. nurse. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. you got, I got, you know, but sexy um, maid, just sexy, put ma- sexy in front, sexy of, anything. In front of anything. But mm-hmm. the one that we talked about a while ago too, that was catching a lot of uh, track, was the um, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean costume for Johnny Depp, Captain oh, yes. Jack Sparrow, yeah. yes. because of all the hype around him. Those have been selling yes. quite yeah. a bit, too. I well, that never gets old, that costume. Yes. Yeah, you could be anything, but that Our, because of the... Okay, are you guys going to dress up for the costume contest here on Monday where you can win a gift card? Um, and the potluck? Possibly. I might. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm comfortable showing that much uh, leg wait, here. Wait, you, oh, Lori, <laughs> you're so... Yeah, right. Because you are going to be a devil, a, a sexy devil, devil. A sexy devil. Wow. Yeah, I mean, there's daylight happening between these devil's legs. If you know what I'm saying. It's be cold outside. Are you thinking? Well, the temperature is going to be in the 50s. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm there's blushing just daylight. thinking about my coworkers seeing me in such a tantalizing look. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Oh my God! There's daylight. Yeah. I, I oh, love that gosh. comparison. Did Casey? Yeah. Did he try on the the knit pants? Do yeah. they work without the cap? Yes. Or the cup? Oh. He's going to be the prisoner wearing the cap. But I've got to work you on him, him for him the Elvis. You talked him into wearing the wearing the cap, the man cup. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know. He Chuck strap. Yeah, we didn't have a chance for him to model it or anything. So. <laughs> <laughs> I want pictures. You have to post this yes. on Instagram. Oh, yeah. YouTube. If you're not going to come on Monday, we need pictures. Yeah, you, yeah. you do too. <laughs> oh, yeah, and funny. then for, for Saturday, I might have to, you know, revise my outfit slightly because I don't want to be cold. It's an outside I, party. I can't think of anything worse than being cold. Yeah, I mean, you know, how sexy can a tutu look with snow pants? Not. not at well, all. I might have to run inside to the warming hut. There you go. <laughs> All right. Oh, we'll, who is we'll she? Right. Right. Last night was the uh, premiere for Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, and um, yes, holy smokes! Well, just to complain, um, apparently there's not very many photo agencies because Disney Films they don't uh, ha- allow that many photo agencies to be on oh. the red carpet. Kind of just a little Disney. thing to a little gossip thing for us to note. Mm-hmm. Sometimes oh. why there's not a lot of pictures. Well, okay, interesting. At, mm-hmm. at Disney premieres, they do they do a lot of clo- close red carpets. Oh, maybe be due to like surprises and and like. No, I think it's to control everything. Yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, but we posted the photos, oh. and apparently this movie is stunning. There's still a press embargo on it, but Rihanna was there with uh, ASAP Rocky, and they looked amazing. She's wearing Rick Owen, and he's in sort of the same color as she is, with jeans with like he's got a cape somehow connected. They they're they're a gorgeous couple. Yeah, they and are. Lupita Nyong'o is in white, and Letitia's in a suit, and oh, it was fabulous. 
And they're saying the movie is really epic. Angela Bassett is wearing like just some otherworldly gown. She looks like a creature in her own, you know, dress. It's this body. I mean, it's like really the it was beautiful fashion. She really looks good. Those Michael are pretty B. Jordan and mustard. He looks great. Michael with G. a bell Borden. bottom with oh, a yeah. flare open in the front. Are you kidding me? And then no shirt with a suit jacket. Ah, this is right out of the 70s. I love it. Yeah. Oh, Lori. Oh, God. Honestly. If there was chest hair, it would be all I'd need to send would me over the it? edge. This, that would be it. This red carpet, fashion-wise, in my eyes, and I don't look less, is this beautiful vision. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Julie, as the movie is. I know. It looks so they good. They are in the... bringing it yeah. for this uh, red carpet. Okay, you know, all right. And so... Lupita's in Bamon. Bummer. She yeah. looks cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, so tonight, if you're wanting to see Millie Bobby Brown, are you guys are you that into her, Grant? Because you were a Stranger Things, N- not fan? not enough to seek her out on a show no. or anything. No. Okay, no. Um, Carrie Washington's gonna be on Colbert. She's cute. She's promoting the School of Good and Evil, mm-hmm. which looks cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I might be able to watch that, like with some kids. Yeah, you know? yes. Yes, I would agree. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you talked earlier, Grant, that the Whitney Houston estate is going to <laughs> debut a fragrance, which just mm-hmm. seems like this, I feel like this is a long time coming. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be available for $39, and it's going to be called um, Whitney Houston's Signature Fragrance. It's going to be a collection of all the scents that she wore, a fusion of vibrant fruits, florals, and woody, sensual notes. I don't know if people want to have I, a fragrance after somebody's died so tragically and everything. Okay, I like, agree. And I now, don't know why this perfume didn't come out before. Miranda Lambert is releasing a perfume called Velvet Rodeo, and I love oh, the name. Yeah. And hers is inspired by Acting Up, and it's yeah, created yeah. for strong spirited, take no prisoner. I feel queen like of suing hearts. her for you know trademarking because that's what I call it too—the Velvet Rodeo. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Who's listening out that that can call and reprimand her? What? 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 But Value Rodeo, I mean, she heard that from me on this very station, I think. (laughs) That has been used before. That has been used before. Okay. But, you know, it comes with a pink vintage-inspired bottle with a tassel. Of course it does. Of course, nat- naturally. Yes, naturally. Oh my god! Naturally, gosh. everything comes naturally. And of to course, us. you talked earlier about Matthew Perry um, lying about using Keanu Reeves' name in his book not once but twice regarding dead people like River Phoenix and Chris Farley. But his apology was a joke. It wasn't very good. He said he used he pulled. He used Keanu's name name by random, but he used it in two different stories. I apologize so, if should have used man. I am scared about random. this book. Yeah, don't be scared. But I did notice okay. some people saying they weren't going to 
you know, read it because Keanu, it's like insulting Dolly Parton. He's very beloved. And 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 you and Grant were worried about this. And Van, Valerie Bertinelli, that he outed her on something that you would never want outed. But she was funny about yeah, it. Yeah, she had She fun. was funny about it. And it was a way, on TikTok, she's like, eh, I'm mortified. Anyone do anything in their 20s or 30s? You did yeah. regret. Well, you know, it has been said. I mean, remember, this is his book to tell. But it has been said, like, some people, like, I remember Scotty, our gas station guy who wrote the book about his days of being a pimp in Hollywood for men and women in the 40s and 50s and 60s. Um, But some people want everyone to be gone. Everyone to have died before their stories get I would agree. Get told yes. or whatever. And so, you know, maybe Matthew just wasn't thinking. He's just like thinking it's my story to kiss and tell and tell on any everybody. And, you know, so I you know, maybe he's not all the way, you know He's got eighteen months under his belt. He really has struggled with I, I hope I'm I have the best thought. I just feel like that's not his story to tell. That's my only reason. He could have said I had a crush on this woman I worked with whose husband was a rock and roll star. Yeah. I mean he could have done yeah. ghosting things yeah. that wouldn't make it be so hard. Well she just let us know in a fun way that she was mortified the story got out there, but yet at the same time she's using it to wink and a nod at herself. So I think that's cool. She's Wolfie's mom. She that's is. very rock and roll anyway. I'm kind of glad to know that she made out with him uh, while a rock and roll husband was passed out because I bet he made out with people. I just I feel like making out was what people did when people were passed out. <laughs> <laughs> That's the parties you went to. <laughs> That's the parties In the rock and you roll went to. Hollywood world. I mean, it's not surprising no, at all. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but if you watch um, Call Me Cat, they're going to dedicate yeah. the, tonight's episode to Leslie, who when he was. Driving his car in Hollywood was on his way Wait, to the studio to yeah. film the ninth episode. So my mom likes that show. With I like the one that he was in the nursing home with cool Vicky kids. Cool kids. My kids. parents I love that, that show. That show just Fox didn't know what to, to do, do with it. it. No, it. my parents were taught. We were just talking about that a couple nights yeah, ago, and they, they were like, "Should have kept it." Amazing. Remember how excited he when he got cast in that, and he said they sent oh. the company jet for him. Oh yeah, when he was here in twenty eighteen. Yes. He was just tickled pink. Yeah. And he hadn't even gotten, we hadn't hit 2020 yet. You know, mm-hmm. he had no idea that he was be so, you know, really worldwide famous at 65 mm-hmm. after, you know, scratching around and being known and not known. Yes, you know? no kidding. But anyway, um, yeah, he's, you no, guys, no one just, has a bad thing to say about Leslie Jordan, man. Let's talk about you guys at Trivia Tonight. Oh, yeah. Wish us luck, Julia. I'm going to wish got you the guys. the Blingles on. You're going to do great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. You guys have a stellar team. We do. I'm sorry really? that I'm letting you down. Hey, it's okay. I don't know that you're really that sorry. I'm, I'm questioning uh, this uh, apology right now. <laughs> the unapology apology. Yeah, I granted, actually am. that feels sincere. I got to be honest. I think you guys are going to have blast. Oh, yeah. And I wish I was there, to be yeah. honest. It's at Brits. Oh, have okay. fun. Okay, okay, <laughs> Mom. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Thank you for that. You got we'll a peanut butter jelly sandwich yeah. for me, too? Right. Right. <laughs> Job done. Off you go. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. 
I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today.